Good morning. It is Wednesday, February 2nd, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. The next three verses of Hebrews is uh, one of my most favorite and memorized and quoted parts of all of Scripture. It's a passage that I picked up, whoa, I don't know, 15 years ago when I started attending a church that recites this at every single communion. These are some of the most precious verses to me personally and in my philosophy of ministry, and I'm so excited to finally jump into them here with you on the Commuter Devotional. What we're going to do is we're going to read them all today, and then over the next three days, break them apart one by one and do our devotions through them. So with that being said, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14, 15, and 16. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let's pray together. Oh God, what an amazing passage of Scripture. It's such an amazing thing that your Scripture is so complete, and that without the book of Hebrews, we wouldn't have a gem like this, one that describes to us exactly who Jesus is to those who believe in him. Oh, Father, over the next three days, as we pick apart this passage, would you be near to us and help us to see this passage as such a gem of Scripture, one that we can memorize and lock away deep in the parts of our mind that will bring it up when we really need it. God, your Spirit has done so much with this passage in my own life. Lord, help us to look at it closely today. Amen. Well, my friends, this really is a passage that I love in all of Scripture. And I, I know we've talked before about upholding certain parts of Scripture over other parts of Scripture, but we all have our favorites, don't we? This is definitely one of my favorite passages. Every Sunday, every month for the past like 15 or so years, maybe a little less, we've been reciting this passage at communion when we confess our sins as a corporate body. And this is an amazing bit of Scripture. Let's see how it fits into the larger book of Hebrews. So, we have just finished a huge section about rest. And for the most part, it's been, it's hard to say, I don't want to say a negative spin on Jesus, on who uh, we need to be before Jesus. It talks about rest and it definitely implies that we need that rest. And it does tell us some great news that Jesus completed the work on the cross and our works don't mean anything anymore. We can rest from them, and God's work on the cross is enough for us. That's good news, but it always has had this uh, kind of implication of don't be like them. Don't be like the Israelites. Don't think of Christ as less than the angels. Don't think of Christ as less than Moses. It's been sermonic in a almost a rebuking, exhorting tone. And in our passage today, the author of Hebrews does change his tone. He gives us a new tone and a new way to look at Jesus, the Son of God. Do you realize that he has been talking about Jesus 
for almost an entire four chapters. These are the last three verses of chapter four. And he has not once used the name Jesus. In our passage today, let's look carefully at verse 14 and pick apart what the author is trying to tell us here in just this one verse. He says, Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. So first of all, like I said already, he is now naming the person that he has been talking about now for four chapters. He's talking about Jesus. Now, we implied this. We already said this was all about Jesus. But for the reader who is looking at this letter for the first time, maybe it wasn't all so clear. And the author of Hebrews has been building this case, building, 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 that the one who has come and has dominion over all creation and all these titles is none other than Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus of Nazareth, the actual person, Jesus Christ. And he describes him as the great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Now, this would have huge significance for a Hebrew audience. The high priest is obviously someone in the Old Testament that all the Jews would know about. The high priest is the mediator between God's people and God. He's the one who atones for the sins of the people by offering the correct kind of sacrifices. He's the one who goes into the temple. But none of those priests were perfect. None of those priests could actually atone for the sins themselves. A sacrifice was always necessary. And in this passage, Jesus is given the title, The Great High Priest. This is going to be a title that he is going to unpack across many, many chapters. So it's important that we understand what he's talking about here. The last part of our verse says, let us hold fast our confession. And the question is, what does he mean that we must hold fast to our confession? Well, in the context of Hebrews, we know that it must mean to not do what the Israelites have done, where they've not held fast to who their Savior is, to what the gospel is. At the very least, We must hold fast to the confession that Jesus is the great high priest. But I think something more is within this confession. It's the confession of the greater Christian faith. This idea that Jesus Christ is a Lord and has risen from the dead so that we will be saved. The author of Hebrews is still exhorting us, but with a different tone. He says, You can almost hear John's language in here, where he's pouring out his heart, saying, Brothers, dear, beloved, hold fast to the good news of our faith. My friends, uh, it's it's not going to surprise you or come out of left field when I say that life is hard. It's difficult. I mean, we face trials all the time. I'll never forget a quote from one of my seminary professors. I just trust him because it just seemed true. He said that the average person faces some sort of crisis every two years. Either someone close in their family dies or there's a financial situation or a health risk or something comes up every two years. Maybe for you, two years seems way, way, way too slow. And it's almost every two months. Let's hear the words from the author of Hebrews. He says, hold fast. Hold fast to Jesus, who is the great high priest. I'm a big fan of a Christian music singer named Andrew Peterson. He's got great music, and he's written some amazing children's books. I mean, amazing, but that's not what this is about. He wrote a song for his son as his son was growing older, and 
He was realizing as a father that he couldn't always be there for his little boy anymore. The name of the song is You'll Find Your Way, and if you are a parent and you have a son, listen to this song, and I'm sure you'll feel what I feel when I think about my boys. At the end of the song, he says some amazing words. Let me read them for you. He says, he says I know you'll get scared when you take up that cross, and I know it'll hurt because I know what it costs, and I love you so much and it's so hard to watch, but you're going to grow up and you're going to get lost. So go back. Go back to the ancient paths. Lash your heart to the ancient mast and hold on, boy, whatever you do, to the hope that's taken a hold of you, and you'll find your way. If love is what you're looking for, the old roads lead to an open door, and you'll find your way back home. This is an echo. This is a, a poetic expression of the truth that we find so dear here in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Let us hold fast to our confession that Jesus Christ is all he says he is. He is the great high priest who is mediated between man and God. Perfectly, our sins are atoned for. We can find rest for all eternity in our Lord Jesus. What an amazing thing. Let me close this in prayer. Our Father in heaven, it's with great joy that we enter into our day now, meditating on this passage renewed by your spirit, invigorated by the idea, the truth, that Jesus Christ is the great high priest who has passed through the heavens. God become flesh for us. God, help us to hold fast to that. This is the call of all of scripture, to fall before you and fear our God no matter what the circumstances are. Help us to lash ourselves to the ancient mass, Go back to the ancient paths and hold on to the gospel. Lord, it's only through the strength that you've given us through your spirit that we're even able to do this. So God, won't you be near and give us the power and strength to see Christ as our all in all. Father, as we go into our day today, help us in our minds to meditate on this passage all day long. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.